is sanctification progressive? Do I get more sanctified over time? Another way to ask this is, am I being made more holy or righteous as time goes by? Am I holier or more sanctified today than I was last year or last month or yesterday? Will I be holier and more sanctified next year at this time than I am right now? Also, do I slow, hinder, or stall my sanctification when I sin or by simply making bad decisions? Is sanctification progressive? That's the topic today on The Unsunday Show. You're listening to The Unsunday Show. Leaving behind religious obligation for a better expression of Christ, this is the Unsunday Show. Hey, before I get started on this idea of sanctification being progressive or not, I have an important announcement to make. It's an exciting announcement. My wife and I have relaunched the Grace Cafe podcast. I know that many of you have listened to the Grace Cafe podcast in the past, and we're excited to bring it back to you. If you don't know what the Grace Cafe podcast is, it's a podcast that my wife and I did together. We co-hosted it for several years before deciding to shut it down in 2019 or 2020, somewhere back there pre-COVID. But it's back now, and it's available. That's the Grace Cafe podcast. You should be able to get to it on your favorite podcast app or by going to the web at Grace Cafe Podcast. I'll have that link in the description below as well. But back to our topic at hand, is sanctification progressive? I think that many of us have been taught that it is. I inherited and embraced the idea of progressive sanctification when I became a believer for the simple reason that everyone around me did too, and I didn't know enough to know any better. I held on to that belief for many years, and it wasn't until my understanding of grace and the new covenant gospel gripped me in a new way that I started to see sanctification as a work of the Holy Spirit that happened one time when I believed. My time in Bible college reinforced the idea of sanctification being progressive as a way to work with God in becoming more set apart as time marched on and life happened. As a former pastor, I held this view for quite some time, and I would teach others that progressive sanctification could be a barometer of sorts of the genuineness of one's faith. That is, if your behavior wasn't looking more sanctified, it could cast a large shadow of doubt on the validity of your faith. In other words, the emphasis was all about behavior modification, and we called it progressive sanctification. But I suppose at the beginning here, we should start with the definition of sanctification before we go much further. Simply stated, sanctification means something set apart, or made holy, or purified. Again, something that's been set apart, made holy, or purified. A wrong view of sanctification, which I held for quite some time, will tell us that in this life, we can never be fully sanctified, so God had to get creative in order to see us as sanctified, even though we're really not that sanctified. It does this by dividing sanctification into two categories of positional sanctification and progressive or personal sanctification. By progressive or personal sanctification, they simply mean how our lives actually look day by day 
with all of the messiness that can accompany it. This is defined as our boots-on-the-ground daily grind of personal or progressive sanctification. Until our performance in this life rises to the same pristine level as our supposed positional sanctification, and oh, by the way, we're told it never will, we remain unqualified, inadequate, incomplete, or just plain lacking. So, in the meantime, we're sanctified or holy positionally in Jesus, but not in real life. We're told that progressive or personal sanctification is a lifelong process wherein we get to participate with God and in cooperation with Him, we become progressively more sanctified. That is, we become more holy. We become more set apart. We become more righteous and even more forgiven each and every day unless we have a setback. Wow, that sounds exhausting. And it is. On the flip side of that coin, by positional sanctification, they simply mean how God views us here and now in spite of our inconsistent performance. The reasoning goes something like this, that since personal sanctification is a progressive, lifelong process and will never be fully sanctified in this life, God views us as positionally sanctified in Jesus, and that makes things okay. God developed a way to fake himself out into seeing us as sanctified, even though our progression toward full sanctification is incomplete and lacking. In other words, he sees us as we one day will be when we die and we're with him. That teaching means that when God looks at us in the here and now, he sees Jesus instead. And since we are positionally in Jesus, our lack of complete sanctification is okay. Wink, wink. God sees us, we're told, through some sort of Jesus lens so that when he looks at us, what he sees is Jesus instead. Jesus is kind of running interference for us in regards to holiness and sanctification because until we're with him, there's always going to be something dirty or lacking in us that requires the Jesus lens to keep the Father happy. You may have heard this referred to by the term now but not yet. But what does Scripture say? Thankfully, the notion of progressive or personal sanctification is a product of misguided theological tradition that is unsubstantiated in the pages of the New Covenant Scriptures. As part of the New Covenant Gospel of Grace, our sanctification was a free gift given to us that was instantaneous and complete the moment we believed. In talking about the new covenant sacrifice of Jesus and our holiness and sanctification, the writer of Hebrews said, quote, And by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. End of quote. That's Hebrews 10.10. 10. Did you catch what he said? Believer, listen. You and I have been sanctified, past tense, once for all, past tense. It is finished. Tetelestai. It is done. And you and I didn't do it. We simply received it by faith. There aren't categories of now but not yet or progressive or positional when it comes to sanctification. You and I have been sanctified according to the passage that we just read. We've been set apart and we've been made holy once for all. There's nothing in that verse about progression or progressive sanctification. It's all past tense. 
And listen, this is foundational to the new covenant gospel of grace. And while it's something that each of us has already experienced, it's also much more than an experience. It's our identity. You are sanctified, Christian. You are holy, Christian. You are pure. You are righteous. You are right now. Not some future version of you. Not gradually or progressively, but once for all at a moment in time when you believed. And you might be thinking, yeah, but I don't really feel that way. I don't feel sanctified. I don't feel holy. I don't feel justified. I don't feel righteous. I've had a bad attitude for days now, or I'm struggling with something in my life, and I've said and done some things that have hurt those closest to me. Hey, I get that. We all have times like that where we feel like a complete failure and God must be disappointed in us. But that's not true. God is never going to be disappointed in you, Christian. The day that God is disappointed in you will be the same day that he is disappointed in Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for you. Not only that, but we're saved by his life, Scripture tells us. That's his resurrected life. As long as Jesus remains alive, we remain holy, we remain sanctified because Jesus is alive and he's never going to die again. He already did that. So our identity isn't in our performance. Our identity isn't in our lack of performance. Who we are isn't wrapped up in the kind of day, week, or month, or year that we're having. I woke up justified this morning, and when my head hits the pillow tonight, I'll be just as justified regardless of the kind of day that I had. Why? Well, that's because my identity isn't tied to my performance in any way. And so, believer, you have been sanctified regardless of your performance today or yesterday or tomorrow. Your sanctification is a new covenant gift, not a burdensome duty that you're supposed to somehow pull off. Listen, if anyone was messed up, it was the Corinthians, right? Problems abounded there beyond measure, and yet Paul reminded them of their unchanging identity when he said this, quote, And such were some of you, but you were washed, past tense. You were sanctified, past tense. You were justified, past tense, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. You'll find that in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 11. What does it mean? It means that you and I were washed. It means that you and I were sanctified all past tense. You and I were justified, past tense. This is our identity now, and we will never lose that identity, nor will it ever ebb and flow depending on our performance. And on those days when we're having bad days, God's not rolling his eyes at us in disappointment or frustration, and we're just as sanctified, we're just as holy, and we're just as righteous as we were before we started dealing with that struggle, whatever that struggle is. Contrary to what progressive sanctificationalists would have us believe, our sanctification is complete and it's behind us. And along with the other rich truths mentioned in that passage that I just read, those things that we've received are a definition of who we are now. Our sanctification, just like those other New Covenant truths in that passage, was something gifted to us when we first believed, not something we have to pull off every day in hopes of becoming more sanctified. Paul opened his letter to the Corinthians in the same way when he said this, quote, To the church of God that is in Corinth, 
to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, past tense, called to be saints, together with all of those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2. To be in Christ is to be completely set apart or sanctified, and this comes from outside of ourselves. There are no degrees or levels of sanctification in the New Covenant. In the phrase, called to be saints, in the verse that I just quoted, the words to be are not there in the Greek text. As part of their identity in Jesus, they are simply called saints or holy ones. And they're called that irregardless of their performance or whether or not they're having a good day or a bad day. But wait, there's more. Paul's not done. In 1 Corinthians 1, verses 30 and 31, he said this, And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. So that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. And again, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 and 31. Those who like to push progressive sanctification are those who want to boast in their performance. But Paul said, if anyone's going to boast, let him boast in the Lord. Why? Because he did it all. He did the whole thing for us. He set us apart. He sanctified us. He made us holy. He made us righteous. He redeemed us. All of this came from outside of ourselves. But religion confuses sanctification with performance. It confuses our identity with our doing. And in so doing, boasts in our accomplishments, calling them sanctification. But the reality is Jesus himself has already become our righteousness. Jesus himself has already become our sanctification. Jesus himself has already become our redemption. The work of our sanctification is done. It's a gift we receive that we walk in. So if there's any boasting to be done at all, let's boast in the Lord and what he has done for us. Does this affect our behavior? Absolutely. But we dare not confuse our identity with what occurs in the hearts of those who have been sanctified. Those are two different things. One is the free gift that has been given to us apart from works, and the other is a fruit of that free gift. We already have everything that we need in Jesus. He himself is our righteousness, our sanctification, and our redemption. And you and I, believer, had nothing to do with that. Look how much God loves you, that he completed this work completely on your behalf. There's nothing left undone. There's nothing you can add to it. There's nothing you can take away from it. You are complete in him, and this is a work of his grace in this new covenant gospel. And it results in the fact that we lack nothing. According to Peter, we already have everything that we need. 2 Peter 1.3, and it was given to us by Jesus. We've already been made partakers of the divine nature. Check out 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 4, where we're told that we are partakers of the divine nature, apart from what we do or fail to do. And I'll close with a couple of questions. If my sanctification is up to me to complete, how do I know when I'm done? How do I know at the end of my life that I've completed my upward sanctification, that I'm on this, this path of, of betterment. I'm on this path of getting more consistent in my 
own supposed sanctification. What if I die before I think I'm done? Then what? Where does that leave me? Where does that leave those around me who viewed my sanctification as not complete? How do I know when I'm done? How do I know when I've done enough? Am I ever done? What is the standard for completion with progressive sanctification? The answer is there is none because no such thing as progressive sanctification exists. And finally, if there is still something lacking in my sanctification, if there's still more to be done, why did Jesus sit down? Why are we told in Hebrews 10.12 that after his sacrifice for us, Jesus sat down if there was more to do? The answer is there isn't more to do. It is finished. Your sanctification is complete. Now get out there and live your life in the freedom that God has purchased for you. It's for freedom that Christ has set you free. Get out there and enjoy that freedom. Get out there and enjoy the fact that your sanctification is already done. Get out there and enjoy the fact that your sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. Get out there and enjoy the fact that you've been made righteous, you've been made holy, you've been sanctified, and you are complete in Him, and you lack nothing. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us on the Unsunday Show. To be a part of this ongoing conversation, visit us online at unsunday.com.